Hello, and welcome to another episode of Master Your Moment. This is, of course, the weekly, (laughs) and I'm laughing as I say that, and you'll know why in a minute, but this is the weekly podcast which is dedicated to uplifting the human spirit and serving as a reminder of the limitless potential for greatness that is at work in each of us at all times. And this greatness is in operation irrespective of our past and in some cases the choices that we have made and the choices that we have been subject to. Within each of us there is the potential for greatness and master your moment is about reminding you of that and when I say reminding I mean bringing it all back together right because you know we are capable of much and again due to different circumstances oftentimes outside of our control we might not necessarily be living up to that potential. But guess what? That can change in a moment. Yeah. So why did I laugh? I laughed because, you know, it's, it's, I I said, it's the weekly podcast and I've missed a couple of weeks, (laughs) you know, and I, and to those that, you know, those that have been faithful in terms of their listening to the podcast, I apologize for that. But you know, there are, there are those moments, and I'm sure you may agree, hopefully you do, if, if you've not experienced it, maybe at some point you will, but there are those times when you really have to take a moment and sort of step back and do some assessing. If you, if you don't know me, for those that don't know me, and even for some that do, uh, that, but just may not know me as well, you know that For me, when I do things like this podcast, like my post, like speaking engagements, like any opportunity that I might have to sit and talk with someone, whether it be one-on-one or to a group, I don't take those opportunities lightly. I don't take those moments lightly. I don't take the fact that someone, one of the universe's citizens, one of God's creation is allowing me to be an oracle in their ear and maybe possibly to their heart and then impacting outward action. I don't take that lightly. And sometimes I don't take it lightly to a fault where I can be extremely challenging on myself before I allow myself to say certain things. And such is the case case here. When you don't hear from me, barring something cataclysmic happening, which hopefully will never be the case, it is undoubtedly because I have gone proverbially to the lab to uh, do some self-work and make sure that I am in the right space and the right place to speak as openly and as confidently as I intend to. So that said, we're back. And actually this post, you know, this was supposed to happen yesterday, (laughs) but uh, 
I was traveling on business and when I got in to my location and destination and finished up with all of my daily activities, I really just was tired and as such decided to put it off to today. So I'm here and you're here and we I'm appreciative for that and I'm thankful for that. We are of course in the month of October and you know this month there are so many different things that are are focused on. For one breast cancer awareness uh, which is something you know, we, we may get a chance to touch on before the month is over. Um, ADD and ADHD is another very uh, promise, pro- prominent and recognized acknowledgement for this month. Domestic violence is, is uh, one of those things that's also uh, at the forefront in this month's conversations. And again, you know, somewhere, some way, some shape, some form, hopefully I will get an opportunity to speak on or to address or share thoughts around each of those. But this month is also Emotional Wellness Month. And, you know, when we talk about emotional wellness and for purposes of this short time that we have together today, what we're talking about is us stopping and taking an opportunity to really assess what's going on in our lives and the stress, unfortunately, that may be created by some of the things that are going on in our life and then being proactive about how we can balance that, how we can manage that. Because I'm sure you know that when our emotional wellness is off, excuse me, when our emotional wellness is off, it makes us susceptible to so many other challenges in our lives. Oftentimes those challenges can be even physical. You know, I've heard the saying that what the mind cannot handle, it will throw off onto the body. Um, It's also said that, you know, when you don't address certain things that are happening within yourself emotionally, then what you fear the most literally can come upon you. That's right. Fear or anxiety or a lack of addressing the stresses in our lives can actually cause those things that we are concerned about to come upon us. And we don't want that. We don't want that to be the case. For many of us, we have, you know, others that are that depend on us, right? That depend on you to be in your best emotional space in order to deliver in the ways that you need to. And that can be in the form of a, of a spouse or a significant other. It can be, obviously, it can be your children or your child. It can be uh, a parent or someone in your life that is at a place where they're no longer able to care for themselves. And so that responsibility falls on you and you, in order to do that, have got to be in the right emotional space. You know, if you're, if you're self-employed, you run a business, you own a company, you run a company and you have employees or you have 
products or services to be delivered. If you work for someone as an employee, your, your boss is depending on you. Your employer is depending on you. Your coworkers are depending on you to be able to perform at a high level. And sometimes you just need to drive down the road, right? And there's already, you know, we got folks out there that are that are already operating in road rage and, you know, dealing with their own issues or not dealing with their own issues. You've got to be in your right emotional space to drive sometime. Uh, can I get a witness? I, you know, I, I, I presently live in Atlanta and I say it all the time, you know, if my mind wasn't right, I mean, just some of the things that happened on the road. So emotional balance, emotional pace, emotional space, emotional management is extremely important. And, you know, the, the, the areas that create that stress in our lives can come from a, a, a few different places. And I'm only serving up a few for you to consider as you're reminded of the significance of this in this month. And one of the first things that kind of came to my mind when I thought about this, and I was even having a conversation with a couple of very close friends a couple of weeks back, uh, what's your financial status? <laughs> right? You know, you ever notice how when money ain't right, uh, when the finances aren't in order, when things aren't coming together from a dollars and cents perspective, it can create stress. <laughs> How many know, right? You know, when 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 that dollar just can't be stretched any further and you know you need it to go a little further, the stress that that can create. You know, there's also the element, you know, for many as as we age and we think about our our, our life and what happens after we're gone or what happens after we retire or 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 if if forbid, you know, disability were to occur and we were no longer able to sustain ourselves, what would we do? You know, that that can be very stressful. And so it's it's really important in looking at that that you be sure to take time to assess and and seriously review where you are financially. Take a take great stock in yes, do you have money or revenue coming in, but more importantly, when that money comes in, what are you doing with it? You know, I I I, I remember once several years ago doing a a financial assessment and in the course of it this wasn't said to me but in the course of it one of the thoughts that I had was to take a look at my checkbook if you keep a checkbook which is another conversation altogether in the realm of financial planning but take a look at your checkbook or take a look at your your debit statement what is the thing that you spend money on first when you get paid. When you receive your compensation, right? Whether it be from a client, from a, from a job, weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, bi-monthly, semi-monthly, whatever the case might be. 
your allowance to the young people that are listening. When you get, when that money reaches you, what do you do with it? What's your pattern when it comes to your money? Do you save? Do you invest? Do you just spend and consume? Is the first dollar from every dollar you get spent putting something into your mouth? Or is it spent putting an item of clothing on your back? Is it spent investing in alcohol or drugs or some other type of an obsession that is not necessarily adding to the quality of your life from a financial perspective? Do you have a plan? Because here's what we know. A failure to plan is an absolute plan to fail. So it's really important as we learn to balance or come back to a place of balance within our emotional wellness that we monitor our finances. And sometimes it's important to get help, right? There are financial planners. There are those that do that type of thing, coaches that do that. You know, I coach, but that's not my area of focus or expertise. If you send me an email at masteringyourmoments at gmail.com and say, hey, can you refer someone to me? I know some folks that I might be able to point in your direction. But if you need help with that, get help. Because again, your emotional wellness is what's at stake. What about, and, and, and this is a, you know, this can be a, a, a tricky one, but what about the amount of time that you spend in front of the television or on your mobile device or on your laptop, on social media, engaged in living your life vicariously through the life of those that you're watching? Hmm. This is not simply about the time you're spending on social media or in front of a television screen, but this is about how that time is impacting your mental, your emotional state. Are you not addressing things within your own life because you are focused more on what's happening in the lives of the people that you are seeing or listening to or interacting with online. I try to keep this program, this to, you know, as close to under 30 minutes, never to be more than 45 minutes as I can because there are only 24 hours in each day and there is so much to do that I cannot expect to monopolize people's time. I, I, I can't allow it even for myself. We live in a digital age and there's so much that comes across to us in a digital platform. How much of our time is being absorbed by that? And more importantly, what is the emotional impact it's having on us? How is it shaping our values? 
How is it impacting the way that we approach relationships or I mentioned finances, our finances or our life plan or our expectations or the way that we just deal with life and stress and reality? How is it impacting that? And if it is not adding to the quality of those lives, it becomes something that has to be adjusted. I would suggest to you that you consider an assessment of that time and if necessary, reduce the amount of time that you're spending engaged in digital activity and watch your stress level decrease. And and maybe instead use that time for something else more constructive. Sometimes use that time to take a nap. Use that time to take a walk. Use that time to write some thoughts that maybe you have. Use that time, hey, to review, as I mentioned earlier, your financial plan. And again, if it is something that you feel like you can't do on your own, it's okay to get help. Because what's at stake is your emotional well-being. Along those lines, you know, if you are, if you're employed or uh, if you have insurance, many times employers will have various resources that might be available that you can take advantage of to help to manage or to, you know, relieve stress and to manage your emotional well-being. Are those tools available to you? And if they're not through an employer, again, if you're self-employed or whatever the case might be, research. That's good research. That's good. Go online and research that. Why? Because what's at stake is your emotional well-being. And I want to I want to really lead that right into the third consideration, which is to remember the relationships in your life. And and you know, I'm big on relationships. You know, I believe the last episode I did was talked about high value relationships. You know, whether it be the, our, our family, whether it be our friends, whether it be those that we just happen to spend time with, if, it, if it's co-workers, if it's business associates, business partners, lovers, right? They play a huge role on your emotional health, big time. If you are in circles where all you're doing all the time is hearing about people's problems without having a space or place where you're able to look at and address those same challenges for yourself. How many know that that eats away at your emotional well-being? If you're in a relationship or relationships, and I'm talking now of the romantic nature, which are not feeding into your emotional well-being. I mentioned earlier, there's also domestic violence, which how many know? You want to talk about emotional well-being and domestic violence? You put those in the same situation, the same sentence, the same conversation, and oh my goodness, it's an explosion. 
So those romantic relationships, whether it be your spouse or significant other, how does that relationship add to, subtract from, or subtract from the quality of your emotional well-being? As humans, you know, even those of us that are introverts, we benefit from some degree of social interaction. So are your relationships or are the relationships that you're in from a romantic perspective, the type that force or cause isolation, that seek to keep you from socializing at all? Are are your relationships uh, romantic or other the type that block you from walking in what you know you're to walk in from the standpoint of your personal potential and greatness? I want you to just consider for a moment the stress that that can create. Or conversely, are you reminded of your value through those relationships? Are you reminded of your importance or your significance as it relates to those relationships? One of the things that I try to do, uh, and I'm not even speaking from the perspective of receiving right now, but as, as a person, as a coach, as a, as a human being, is I try to take advantage of encounters that I have with people to speak something into them that maybe they need to be reminded of. Because emotional well-being is important, and I know even for myself the significance of it. I know the importance of relationships that feed into my greatness. There's, there's a there's someone that I'm thinking of right now. And again, I, you know, I, I, I'll never come on here and like say names unless I talk to them first and they tell me it's okay. But, you know, I, I, I have a, a, an acquaintance that, you know, has a way of always saying the thing that speaks to my potential. I rem- I'll never forget in one of our earliest conversations, them saying to me, you know, Baruti, there is something in you. And they didn't say it like I'm saying it. I'm, I, you know, I'm telling you the way I heard it and processed it. There's something in you that needs to come out of you. There is, and there is a message in you that you have got to give. And, I, and, and I'll tell you what, you know, there are instances and times and moments when, you know, even as I, as I prepare for this, I shared earlier, I take all of this very seriously when those words come back to me and they serve as uh, an igniter as fuel if you will for me to to move in what it is that I need to move in and to balance my emotional well-being around what it is that I'm purposed to do it's important to assess those relationships and one thing I can tell you as a coach is that That is something that I spend time talking to my clients about because those relationships will, whether you want to believe it or not, they will and they are 
impacting your emotional well-being. Number four, how is your physical health? I, I mentioned earlier that what the mind can't handle, it throws off onto the body. How's your physical health? When's the last time you had a checkup? And that's a checkup from the neck up and a checkup down. When's the last time you had a checkup? Routine checkups are so important. They allow you an opportunity not just to make sure that things are still flowing properly, but also in the uh, effort to early detect things that can have lifelong consequences. I mentioned earlier, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. When's the last time, ma'am, that you had your breast examined, that you had a mammogram? And here I go. Sir, when's the last time you had your breast examined? Yeah. Men experience breast cancer as well. So that those routine physicals are important to help you at balancing, yes, your emotional well-being, but also for purposes of early detection of things that if you can stave it off to improve the quality of your life, do so. And along those lines, what's going into your mouth? What are you eating? You are what you eat. Yes, you are. So if your diet is consumed, is, is filled with things that are that are not meant to promote the best of health, that's what you, excuse me, that's what you are. And it impacts your emotions, emotions. It impacts the way you feel. Last one. How often do you take time to smell and appreciate the roses in your life, right? When's the last time you just saw someone, saw something, thought it or they were beautiful and just made sure that you let them know? When's the last time you smelt a rose in your life and it didn't smell great and you made sure to tell that rose or that situation that I don't like what I'm smelling here. Emotional well-being requires that you not carry around excess, unnecessary baggage in the form of emotions inside of yourself. That you are engaged in a process that allows you to release those feelings, those emotions, that stress on a regular basis for your own health. Here's some things that I'd like you to consider implementing in addition to sort of the general broad strokes mentioned earlier. 
Live spontaneously. Do something spontaneous. I know we, we've all got routines and there are things that we've got to do that we must do, that we need to do because we've got to maintain. We've got to keep things going, right? But sometimes you need to be spontaneous. And I'm not here to tell you what that spontaneity looks like for you. I can tell you that for me, certain points in my life, that spontaneity might have looked like, hey, you know what? Instead of doing A today, which is my normal routine and carries with it certain stresses, yes, I'm responsible. Yes, I have to do it, but I'm going to go play golf today. That's right. I'm going to go out and I'm going to hit this little ball around and I'm going to chase it all over the place when I hit it in the trees or I hit it in the water. Well, I ain't going in the water, but if I hit it some, I'm going to follow this little white ball around and that's going to be my spontaneous activity for the moment, for the day. Enjoy some spontaneity. If you've got a budget and you are disciplined and you're, you're on it, you're making sure that the bills are always paid and that everybody gets what they're supposed to get to the point where you do nothing for yourself. Hey, listen, take a few dollars. Treat yourself to something. Enjoy some moments of spontaneity. Live life authentically. Be you. Listen, I've heard this. is Everybody else is taken. Be you. Here's one of my favorites. Everyone, and this is something that I penned several years ago. There are a lot of people that do what you do, but there is no one that does what you do. Come on now, live authentically, appreciate you as you. Live to, 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 to illuminate the very best version of yourself with a sense of appreciation for who you are. You are uniquely made. There is no other one on the planet that is just like you. They may look like you, they may have the same Share phenotypes. They may have similar uh, backgrounds, similar upbringing, same parents even, huh? Came from the same womb or from the same relationship. But guess what? They are not you. Appreciate you. And the authenticity that you bring to situations. Evaluate that circle. And I'm not even going fully back into that because I talked about it. Who are you spending time with? What are you spending time with? The screen, people that are just draining you and not feeding into you. Be in a constant state of evaluation of your circle. Live spontaneous live authentically, evaluate that circle. And if you need to, talk to a professional. Talk to someone who has spent their time training, preparing themselves specifically to be able to listen 
objectively. And that, that's a therapist. If you need guidance, that's a coach. Coaching and therapy are not the same thing, folks. I'm a coach. I'm not a therapist. I'm the first to tell you, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to see a therapist. Because your emotional wellness, your emotional stability, your emotional balance is too much to simply leave for risk of what may happen. And in this journey of reconnecting and being reminded of our potential for greatness, our emotional well-being is top tier. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We have got to manage our emotions. Manage those emotions. So, thanks again for tuning in. And I look forward to our next time together. Share this podcast. Please share it. If you heard one thing in this podcast that could benefit your life, share it because you probably know someone who could benefit from one or maybe two or more. Don't simply listen to it and think to yourself, well, I'm just going to take this and I'll tell them. No, that's not your mission. That's not what you're called to do. Your responsibility after hearing this is to share it. So I would ask, share it. Post it. If you're on social media, share it on your page. It won't hurt you. It won't cost you a thing. And if one person's life, hey, if you know one person who's in a a relationship where they are being abused, where it's domestic violence taking place, and hearing this could save their life, is it worth sharing it? If you know someone who an early diagnosis of breast cancer could be the difference between life or death, would you share it? If you knew someone who was on the verge of suicide because of the fact that all the dots aren't connecting, they they don't feel like they've got enough money, they can't seem to make it happen, and hearing something here might stop them from blowing their brains out or from slitting their wrist or from sitting in their car and, and, and suffocating themselves on carbon monoxide or from jumping off of a building. If it could prevent that, would you share it? Hmm? If you would, then again, share the podcast. Lives depend on it. Emotional status depends on it. And more than anything, we're here to be of service to one another as a human family. So, yeah, share the podcast. And set a reminder, you know, uh, subscribe. You know, if you're able to do that, subscribe to the podcast. So when it comes out, you'll know, right? So even if, you, if, even if I don't come back for another couple of weeks, hopefully that won't be the case. 
but you'll know when it comes back. Why? So that you might hear that one thing that can impact the quality of your life. So until next time that we're together, listen, I want to, I want you to remember that the situations and the circumstances in your life, they're not necessarily meant to end you. Yeah. But they are actually meant to expose something else that's inside of you. And that something is tied inexplicably to your limitless potential for greatness and your eternal hope. This is your brother, Baruti Moenda, Moenda, Mariamen, <laughs> saying peace to you until next time. And, and please, please, please remember, it ain't about the hours or the days or the months or even those years. It's about the moments. So, master your moments. Peace.